Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey. Hello. Welcome to you, me, and a poltergeist. Welcome. A different kind of episode today. Another different episode. We're always doing different episodes. We're mixing it up. Yep. Today we're brought to you by our fantastic patrons over at www.patreon.com slash you, me, and a poltergeist. Thanks, patrons. Thank you so much. We love you. That we do. We're not fully into commitment, but with you, we're there. <laughs> With you, we'll go all the way. When do you want to get married? Let us know. We'll be there. Promise. Wait, wait. You're saying we're going to be at their weddings, or we're going to be? We're going to be there married. to marry them. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was hoping to. Polygamy. <laughs> polygamy. Is that how polygamy works? I have no idea. Neither. What's the one where the guy has like multiple wives? Yeah, that's polygamy. Does yep. it work in reverse though? Like, can a lady have like multiple husbands? Oh, it's twenty first century. I'd well, say you'd so. Want to hope so. Equality. That's it. We're fighting for equality for for all you polygamists out there. <laughs> this is the weirdest start to an episode ever. Please don't be a polygamist. <laughs> you know, if you want to, though, hey, all the more power to you. But you know, I was trying to see the need for it. It's <laughs> so misogynistic that a man can just have however many wives he wants where it's legal. I don't think it's legal here in Australia. No, I don't think so. I think it only is legal in Mexico. And that's why yeah, all the... There's a good few parts of America I'm pretty sure it's legal in. Yeah, probably. I've watched the show where he's got like five wives. <laughs> that's why all, you know, Mitt Romney, that dude who ran for president? Yeah. He's, because he's like a Mormon, all his family actually lives in Mexico. So they can... Because they got... Yeah, I think they need to get to a place where they could, you know, marry as many marry. wives as they oh want. God, it's so... <laughs> Obscure. I know that, like, it is more part of people's religions. Man, that's fucked up. What God is telling you, hey, marry as many women as you want. <laughs> One for each day of the but, week. But if... You decide to separate from them, they can't marry anyone ever again. They're shunned. Yeah. No, no. It's not happening. God hates you from then on. It's like the the widows in India. If you're a widower and you're a female, you can't remarry. But if you're a widower and you're a male, you can. Of course. You know, we're not here to poke fun at other people's cultures, but we're just saying. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You feel like there's a bit of... uh, Unequality? Yeah, inequality in that field which is fair enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just my opinion you do you boo thanks as long as you're not hurting anyone else yeah 
this episode's gotten off to an interesting start. It's going to be an interesting episode. We don't technically have any stories this week. Yeah. Not of our own. I mean, well, I think none of them are our own. Ever, usually. But none that we've researched and done up a little sheet and you have me reading from. Yeah, nothing thorough. We're just going with the flow today. Yeah, it's just one of those days. It's been a pretty shit week, so. Yeah. It's not so- like anything terrible's happened, but mentally shit. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. So, you know, we still want to bring you content, so just listening to the sound of our soothing voices is hopefully okay. Hopefully that's enough for you. Our very soothing voices. Super soothing. <laughs> I love how I went, like, deep and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't really Valley go girl. <laughs> Go for it. Go as deep as you can. Super smelly. That sounded so sexual. As deep as you can. Do you hear about Annabelle, babe? <laughs> How's that for a segue? I thought we are going to do more regular talking for that, but yeah, yeah, I heard about Annabelle oh, being... Oh, we can do some more regular talking now. <laughs> no, we've already started with Annabelle. Yeah, well, guess what, babe? What? <laughs> Last week, Annabelle, well, someone, sent shockwaves through the community. Community? <laughs> the community? The content shock, shock waves for the community. Shock waves for the community. <laughs> when they announced that Annabelle had gone missing. Just it, what 2020 needed. Exactly. You know, if uh, all this other stuff wasn't enough. We need to bring Valak back. He's a demon doll out on the loose. That's what we needed. Just riding around. California or wherever the Warrens live. Probably not California. I don't know, actually. Yeah. Probably probably like should, o- we should probably know that. It's probably Ohio. Everything bad Everything always bad happens, happens in, Ohio. in Ohio. For sure. The Warrens Nothing museum. bad could ever happen in the rest of America. <laughs> That's it. Uh, no offense, guys. There's bad shit happening everywhere at the moment. Everywhere. New England. Is that a place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, Monroe, Connecticut. Haunting in Connecticut. That's why they got involved, probably. I don't know. Did they oh, get yeah. yeah, they no. did. They were involved in the Seneca family. Interesting. Because I covered that story, I remember. Yeah, I do remember that also. That was a good one. Yeah, so Annabelle apparently went missing. Yeah. But little did you know... It was, it was all a hoax. It was all a hoax. Probably those damn Russian... What do they do? They um, cause unease in the world. Yeah, Russian Russians trolls. are known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all our Russian listeners. Uh, Russian, Russian trolls. Russian trolls. Not the yes. Russian dolls, Russian trolls. <laughs> yeah, not, there's no nesting dolls here. They may have been jealous of Annabelle. <laughs> 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 it's like, you can stay in one piece? Ugh. <laughs> You're soft on the inside. I just have more people inside of me. <laughs> You've already got people inside of you, which you don't even take it out. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand the concept of those Russian dolls. Wow. Mouse didn't like that joke. Mouse, buddy, buddy, mouse. Just go to bed. Go to bed. Mouse is uh, very upset. Anyways, it's just a whole bark fest, and it's going to keep happening. So let's just keep going. You guys should just deal with it. We have to deal with it, so fuck you. This is our life 95% of the time. <laughs> More like 100%. Yeah. 
Anyways, you know what would be creepy though? Like a haunted set of Russian nesting dolls. Mm. Like each one just has a slight face change from the other. And they just like arrange themselves. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, that'd be creepy. I wonder if there is one of those. Let me look that up right now. Just look it up. It's yeah. this type of episode, which is going with the flow. I'm drinking a popper. Um, for those who don't know what a popper is, a juice box or a fruit juice box. I, it's a popper. We call it a popper in Australia. Don't really know why. We've kind of figured out that, like, because when you blow it up and then you land on it, it makes a popping sound. So it's a popper. Or that you have to pop the straw through the foil bit on the top. Either way, it's a popper and pretty good. I don't mind it. It's really nice. nice. I like it. I got tropical flavor this time. I've been just getting all the different flavors. I didn't get them a lot when I was growing up, and I've realized I'm an adult, so I can. So this morning, I had a little tub of yogurt. I had, I'm having this little popper, and I had an LCM bar, a split one with the yogurt on the bottom, because mm-hmm. that's the best. And thank you. <laughs> yeah, for, very nice. For listening to that while Brayden looks up haunted Russian dolls. So apparently there's this dude who owns, this is on thoughtcatalog.com, there's this dude who owns a set, and well, his father owned it, and he was telling, or the, his father was telling his son about how someone close to him had nearly been killed or had been killed, and the dolls for some reason had just taken on the energy of this dead person. I mean, that's just what happens. And apparently, here's a nice little excerpt. This one really stunned me. It had devilish horns and an angry face. It looked evil. I could even feel a weird weird pressure in my chest. Maybe it was my imagination, but I felt like it was getting harder to breathe. The doll had thick eyebrows, soulless eyes, and a goatee. (laughs) I can't say goatee in a a voice like that. You can't say thick eyebrows in a ghost like that. I mean, you can. In a ghost like that, in a voice like that. Instead of a shawl around its neck, it had barbed wire. Its long, bony and clawed fingers were holding the severed head of the first doll in the series. Just looking at it made my skin crawl. God damn, there was something serious wrong about that. If you want to read that whole story, it's My father kept a Russian nesting doll and what what was inside terrified me. Hey, Mo. Molly has joined us. Who would have guessed it? All I could hear at the door was, oh, oh. Hold on, let me just get you an example of the sound. Make the noise, Molly. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you probably heard that. It's just a little... Yeah, so Russian nesting dolls are insane. Anyways, back to the story about Annabelle. So it turns out it was all a hoax. So, false alarm. False alarm, and I read this really great article, and it had this really funny joke, and it said that all the cause for concern was unwarranted. <laughs> very good. Yeah, it was very good. I it's laughed. very good joke. I giggled. Unwarranted. Many, many chuckles. <laughs> we have someone who's submitted... A story. A story for us. See, guys, it's not that fucking hard, is it? <laughs> you can do it. 
You're listening to this podcast. You obviously believe in ghosts or you just think we're idiots. Either way, it's okay. tell us your goddamn stories. Do you want an extra episode every week? Well, then, give us your fucking stories. <laughs> Let's calm down on these poor listeners. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, honestly. You guys are great. Thanks for listening. Um, but if you do have stories, please send them in. It's not that hard, and we love it. Honestly, I got chills reading her story. Awesome. Would you like me to read it, or would you like to read it? You can read it. I think I'll stutter too much. I've not read it yet. So, we are getting this story by the way of Asabi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm so sorry if I'm not. Please let us know if I pronounce your name wrong and we can... Uh, apologize. We can apologize and... Uh, oh, I'd probably apologize can... to you as well. Yeah, we can correct it Yes. in the next episode. Asabi is the co-host of the podcast Wine and Sympathy as well as Shuffle Shuffology. Uh, brought to you by the same people that we currently post our podcast through. That's not Canon Productions. Mm-hmm. So her first story... Happened during the summer when she was a teenager living in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And she writes, I'm from America, by the way, but live in Brisbane. I had a fairly big bedroom with two windows, one that looked out to the north and the other that looked out to the east. I used to constantly rearrange my room. What teenage girl didn't? I know I did. Yeah, I I'm, I don't identify as a teenage girl, but I also rearranged my room a lot. <laughs> And would always put my bed against one of two walls, either against the north-facing window or the west wall, which was closest to the bedroom door. I should also explain that the section with the north-facing window was a bit of a rectangular alcove. So when I'd put my bed there, I basically had a huge square space to move in the room, like two rooms in one. Awesome. One day, while rearranging my room, I decided to put my bed right up against the east-facing window. I don't know why I'd never done this before, or why I'd decided to do this now, but that's what I did, and it gave me a different perspective of my room, and I liked it. So one night, I was up a bit late, maybe just past 10pm, I remember having my little black and white TV on the Arsenio Hall show. And I heard these voices coming from outside. They sounded like the voices of children, which wasn't unusual in the neighborhood. Okay, I'm getting scared. (laughs) Um, During the summer, because kids would play until late in the evening. It was very safe. So, I heard these voices and didn't think anything of it. And then I heard a thud against the house, pretty much just under my window. Then I heard this little voice say, shh. I think she's sleeping, and I stiffened, and almost as soon as I took a breath, I saw this little figure sitting on top of me, looking right into my face. It was a little boy, and he was just staring at me, as if to say, what are you doing here? Well, I screamed, and just like that, he was gone, and then I could hear my parents yelling up from the bottom of the stairs, and my little brother had run into my room. He helped me move my bed back against the west wall that night. And 25 plus years later, the bed is still in the same spot. Oh, uh, why you got to mm. do that to us? <laughs> that is so creepy. Yeah. My eyes are watering. I read that and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Not sleeping for a while tonight. I'm just, yeah. I, I saw some creepy pictures of children last night, particularly like black-eyed children, because I was looking them up again, because they're pretty interesting. 
and I, I've been looking at very, very creepy photos of children. So this, this story this morning is uh, creepier to children. Yeah, I feel like kids are just like, no matter what, a child is always a, scarier than an adult. A child unsupervised doing like adult things is hundred oh. percent scary. Like, what are you doing walking around at night? Why are you, what are you doing so sitting sinister? on someone's chest? Yeah, what the like hell? it's so much more scarier than having like a grown man sitting on your chest, even though that's super scary. Yeah, it's but creepy. it's like, yeah, it's a grown man. He's obviously fucked up, but a child to do it. Yeah, unsolicited, unsolicited child, <laughs> no supervision, like, and appearing out of nowhere—that's creepy as fuck. Oh. What do you think it was? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really sound like sleep paralysis, does it? Because no, because she was awake. She was awake. She hadn't even gone to sleep yet. Oh, no, that was like a ghost of some kind. It doesn't seem to like To hear, was... hear a bang on the wall and then all of a sudden he's there. Like, was that him and then tra- going through the wall, maybe? Mm. Maybe that's what the bangs are when we hear them. It's like apparitions and, or spirits, sorry, going through the walls. Maybe. But also, I mean, she heard the voices from outside, so maybe it was like, a, you know, how the past can kind of like replay itself. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to get to someone in the house. Mm. It's so maybe strange. I should have asked her a question. I was going to say, I wonder if she's... Her family is the only family that's lived there. Hmm. Well, I mean, Oklahoma. Yeah. Don't know what that has to do with it. I mean, America has some pretty old houses, so. They they do, definitely. Moving on to Asabi's second story, hopefully will also give us <laughs> plenty of chills and make my eyes water more. My second story takes place years later after I'd graduated from university and had moved to the town of my first job. So maybe 10 years later or so. I had just bought my first house. It was a four-bedroom, two-bathroom house that I'd worked with a builder to build, and it was located on what used to be an almond orchard in the Central Valley of California. When I first moved in, I had a friend come over and bless the house with sage, a Native American ritual used to ward off evil spirits. I feel like there's lots of um, cultures that use sage as a sort of tool to rid and a, like negative energy and negative spirits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So I felt very safe, safe sleeping in this big house by myself, and everything seemed fine for about a month or so. And then one night, I was awakened by a noise in my backyard. I had a Venetian blind. I had my Venetian blinds down, but they were slightly open, so I could still see out of them. I saw two figures: a very tall, kind of buffy one, and a smaller one, men. I was a little nervous, but I knew I had a security system, and if they tried to get in, a very loud alarm would go off. So I just thought maybe a couple guys were passing through my backyard, and then she saw them again. And this time, they were standing in the doorway of her room. Oh, God. This is too creepy, babe. (laughs) Uh, Side note, my bedroom was adjacent to the kitchen, and because I lived alone, I never closed my bedroom door. I immediately sat up and I was scared. I didn't understand how they'd gotten into the house without the alarm going off and then the room became very bright, almost blinding, and I could feel these sparks falling on me. They almost looked like little shards of glass or crystal and I looked up and I swear to God there was a figure floating above me that looked like what I can only describe as an angel. I immediately relaxed and this calm warmth swept over me and I started to lay back down, completely safe and content, and watched the two figures turn around and walk away. 
and the figure above me began to disappear as the brightness in the room dimmed. Oh. Continue reading the rest of that. Yeah. There's a whole other paragraph. Now, I'm not a religious person by any means. I'm an atheist, and I have never believed in angels or even ghosts for that matter. But after that second experience, I began to recall all of the supernatural experiences I've had in my life and began to question if they were truly real. Up to that point, I always just believed that I was dreaming or in some half-awake-slash-half-dreaming state. I truly believed that the second experience was real and that whatever the figure, angel, question mark, question mark, was, it was there to protect me. For the rest of the time I lived in that house, about four years, I had no more encounters, though one of my mates said he felt a larger guy lurking in the guest bedroom once. Very strange. Uh, those are her two stories. That's really freaking creepy. Yeah. A um, guardian angel, babe. Yeah, that's really cool. I guess it was there specifically for her if her friend said that it... It too felt the larger man in the room, but didn't have any angel experience. Yeah. I was about to say, all the room getting bright suddenly. Mm-hmm. And then I started reading that sparks and stuff. That 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 is so interesting and cool. Like cool. <laughs> that is so interesting and like really cool. And yeah, I I like before I read the that she saw like a figure above her, like you know that she felt safe with. I was like, oh shit, what are they doing? What are these two men in the hallway doing? Yeah. Oh, um. Obviously, those things were evil. Oh yeah. It's- Obviously. I mean, they were evil enough to have a angel come over them. But I yeah. think the biggest thing that probably prompted that angel to come over is the cleansing of the house beforehand, considering it was a freshly built house as well. Yeah. So there must be something on the land there that would have caused those entities to arise and maybe angered them that the house was built there. Not that it's her fault. She didn't know. Yeah, maybe. But... It, especially being a Native American ritual, probably made the cleansing and the blessing so much stronger and probably brought on those ancient um, Well, we don't spirits. know if they were ancient. That's a thing. Well, just, you know, I'm yeah. sorry, ancient, the, the Native American spirits that protect. Mm. Yeah, that's protect. So interesting. I do wonder what sort of features they had to them. Being showered with sparks, like tiny shards of glass... Like you could feel it. ...is pretty scary. It is. And angels in biblical, you know, texts and whatnot were always described as such terrifying things. (laughs) Up until, I don't know, maybe they were like, oh shit, we're terrifying these people too much. (laughs) Let's back off a bit. We're supposed to be the good guys. Yeah. Maybe my uh, three-cogged giant floating eye appearance isn't <laughs> isn't appeasing the humans too much. I think maybe the um just the vibe that it gave off, regardless of how it looked, it made her feel safe. Yeah. So I think that's a very good sign that it was full of positive energy. Of course. And was of some sort type of guardian angel. Yeah. I think it was probably brought on by the Native American ritual. Oh. With the sage. Hmm. I love me some sage. I cleansed my crystals yesterday. I tried to cleanse myself. It did not work. But I cleansed my crystals. Maybe you have a guardian angel too, babe. Where's she at? 
wish you had. Where's my spots? <laughs> yeah. I find that intent is a lot to do with sort of intent and then how you look at things is a lot to do with how effective like a blessing or a curse is. A curse. A blessing or like a cleanse is. Mm. Well, even though she said she's more of an a- atheist. She still said she felt safe after the she did. thing. She did. Which is good. That means that the intent of the cleansing and the blessing was to feel safe in her new home. Yeah. And when she started to feel unsafe, something came along to make her feel safe. Yeah, that's it. So it worked. Yeah. And uh, that's on blessings. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. So That's an amazing story, Asabi. Both of them. They're absolutely beautiful. If anyone's trying to mess with Asabi, don't. Don't. She's got a fucking guardian angel. <laughs> She's here in Brisbane now, so it's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. I hope you brought your guardian angel with you, especially if you're living in Brisbane. Oof. And hopefully we'll get a chance to uh, catch up and speak, and I'm sure we'll meet each other eventually at one of these uh, TNC functions. Which will have to be after COVID. Oh, yeah. Damn it, that's right. Everything resumes after COVID. Yeah. We'll we see you after We don't know when that COVID. is, in like 18 months. Yeah. We'll see you in 18 months. And we look forward to meeting you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has anything been happening to you, Supernatural Babe? Um, well, I don't know. I've been trying, like, because I've I've been un- unable to sleep very well the last few nights, so when I try to go to sleep, I just try to close my eyes and meditate. It doesn't help when someone's breathing in my face. Just Oh, don't do it again. It wasn't last night, because I faced the wall. I hit my head on the wall. Oh, you did. <laughs> You're like, get me out of this dude's <laughs> breath range. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was sleeping diagonally, because Molly was uh, up against the wall as well, and I had my legs around her towards Brayden's side of the bed. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm sleeping diagonally. And I just moved my the first half of my body straight into the wall and I hit my head. I didn't even, like, move my I legs. I remember that, too. <laughs> I'm like, shit, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just went straight back to sleep. You're probably a good cast. <laughs> probably. I should, probably shouldn't go to work went today. To sleep. But, um, no, like, yeah, so I've been trying to meditate to go to sleep. Most nights I don't see anything or... Whatever, but the other night, like a couple of nights ago, mm. I don't know. I just saw very clearly just people's faces. Oh, a lot of a lot of women. Mm. Um, people I've never seen before, not even like on a TikTok scrolling <laughs> on the internet. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, that's probably about it. I haven't experienced any like spookiness lately, or yeah, the only spookiness I felt was in my own head. So mm. that's about it. You know, when we started this podcast, I was worried that doing it would attract more paranormal things to us. I feel like a lot of things have just dissipated. It's the opposite. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we don't want you talking about us. Yeah. You guys are snitches. (laughs) Snitches get left behind. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening. This was a shorter episode, and we'll be back. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Maybe, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I do have a story about a vampire, a real life fucking vampire. So one of those people that just get like a little razor blade and cut into someone's back, and they just go. <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't. Are you sure? No, this. Are you sure? From the reports, 
by police officers. Are you sure? I know you enjoy your police officer reports. Yeah, because they've got to actually put that shit down. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> some there's some shit that was unexplainable. Did the person, like, piss at some garlic? <laughs> no, nothing like that. They performed supernatural feats of strength. Holy shit, they turned into a bat. Maybe. Let's continue <laughs> next week. <laughs> Look forward to that. All right, well... Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're Patreon. creating a website, so when that launches for you guys. Yeah, Belinda's been working very hard on a website, and it looks great. Great! You're looking good. Good. And without further ado, please do not forget to... To exercise regularly. Goodbye now.